This podcast is intended solely for blind and print-impaired audiences and is brought to you by the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. It's time now for this week's episode of Tech It Out, a program poised on the cutting edge of technology. Outlook Enrichment is pleased to sponsor this edition of Tech It Out here on Radio Talking Book. For more information about Outlook Enrichment, please call 531-365-5051 or visit www.outlooken.org. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tech It Out. I'm your host, Dennis Nelson, Adaptive Tech Trainer with Outlook Enrichment. And on today's edition of the podcast, we're going to be talking to Ross Polpeter. We'll actually introduce him as our new Enrichment Program Manager. That's all coming up on this edition of Tech It Out, and I hope you'll stay with us. Ross, I've already introduced you in our introduction, so it is nice to have you here and welcome from all of us to Outlook Nebraska and more importantly, Outlook Enrichment. Nice to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. And why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about you? You know, what is what is Ross like and what, what do you like to do and that kind of thing? Well, you know, I was... I'll just kind of go with my background story first. I was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa, or RP, uh, when I was 11 years old. At that time, you know, we had noticed I was having trouble playing sports, specifically baseball. I was having trouble seeing the pitches or when uh, the ball got popped up in, into the air. And then also I was having trouble in the dark, uh, dark situations. I was really struggling. So, you know, we had me tested. I have an older brother who does have it as well. And so we were both diagnosed with it. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, it's been something that I've known for many, many years that I had. And I knew that RP would eventually cause complete blindness. And it was a weird thing for me that I, you know, in a one way I've accepted that I had this condition. I was open about it. But at the same time, I was still struggling with the, the fear of losing my vision. And so... I won't go into my complete history, but just essentially I did get, eventually got some skills training and I eventually developed a more positive attitude about my blindness and my, in my outlook on life, no pun intended. <laughs> and so, you know, and then for, you know, so I, that was 20 plus years ago now that I've gotten my, you know, went through training. And since then I've been out in the communities, I've been working and living my life. You know, I married have two boys and that's you know right now i have two full-time jobs i work at one as the enrichment program manager and the second job is being a dad because it's just from like six o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock at night it's just dealing with those knuckleheads and <laughs> you know so you know what i'd like to do for fun is you know i i, I do what a lot of the other people do you know i, I stream tvs and shows i listen to a lot of books, you know, read a lot of different sci-fi and fantasy books. That's my big thing. And, you know, play games on my phone. You know, different. I was always a big fan of video games and, you know, played them since I was young. And just mess around on my computer. You know, just kind of exploring different things, trying, learning new technology has always been one of my favorite things. Well, that would explain very much why you're here. Tell us how you ended up at Outlook Enrichment and so forth. There has to be a, a career history of some sort there. After I went through skills training, 
you know, I kind of wanted to work in the blindness field. But, you know, at that time, it didn't work out for me. So I ended up going and I worked at a nonprofit that worked with people of all types of disabilities, from mm-hmm. mental illness, you know, mobility, sensory disabilities. And um, so I, I got a good chance to work with people of just all different backgrounds and types of disabilities, which really gave me a good wide range of experience, you know, working with other than just blindness, you know, and I I really appreciate that experience because a lot of the clients that we're going to end up working with here in Outlook will have other disabilities beyond blindness. And so I am glad to bring in that experience with me. And I, and, you know, four years ago, almost four years ago, I had taken a job at the Iowa Department for the Blind, and I worked as one of their vocational rehabilitation teachers, or VR teachers, and I taught skill, uh, blindness skills, mm-hmm. uh, Braille, cane travel, uh, adaptive technology, and home management skills. And I really enjoyed that job. But that job, there I, I traveled out in the, into the small towns of Iowa, and uh, actually mostly in this kind of area, the southwest Iowa, you know, Council Bluffs area. And, um, you know, taught blindness skills. And I loved that job. I was, you know, it's one of the things I'm very passionate about is, you know, working with blind people so that they be, can, can be independent. I mean, that's what I've been doing my whole career is working with people of all disabilities, helping them to become more independent. Uh, that's what I did at the League of Human Dignity here in Omaha for nearly eight years. And then, um, then I did it at the Iowa Department for the Blind for four. And... You know, I just want to continue that. I want to keep working with people to help them become more independent and more confident with their with their lives. So when we talk about tech training, since this podcast mostly focuses on technical issues of one sort or another, when, when we talk about tech training, what, what, what do you see us doing now and in the future? And obviously you've been here for, what, a little over a month now? So you've had a chance to uh, experience what we do already. And where do you see us going in the future, especially in the technical end of things? I've been here, yeah, here for just almost two months now. And, you know, what I've seen, you know, that the way that the Richmond program offers adaptive tech training is, has been really great. You know, we, I don't, there's no, there's nothing to improve, uh, change here necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just want to expand and improve on what we already doing. And we could do that by helping clients. One thing that I think we can help do is we can really work with clients to be able to start to feel comfortable exploring the technology on their own. And we can do that by giving up some of those basic skills and then challenging them to like, um, you know, to, to, you know, to do more with their phone, you know, like, well, you know, instead of having me teach you to do that, why don't you try doing it on your own and see what you do? And then we can talk it over. Mm hmm. You know, so instead of having a client come in and say, well, this week, can you teach me how to use Facebook on my phone? This week, can you teach me how to use the calendar? Can you teach me how to do this or that? Like, let me teach you how to use voiceover and or, or talk back if it's an Android. And, you know, well, go over to gestures, how to use your, how to navigate around the phone. And then next time, you know, I want you to try exploring that app on your own. See how it goes. And then let's go from there. You know, because a lot of times, then we're just going to have clients, you know, keep coming back in. And I want them to be able to learn that exploring and learning on their own is a necessary skill for a blind person. 
I certainly would second that as a trainer because, of course, what I think you're really saying is that you want people to explore their devices, not only learn how they work, but then start exploring and finding apps and different things on their own. Absolutely, yeah. Just, you know, there's a lot out there. And, you know, once they feel comfortable navigating around the phone just in a general way, they can use that basic knowledge just to go out and explore new things. Oh, I just heard about this app. Oh, oh, I could download the Little Caesars app. Is it accessible? Let's find out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, whatever it might be, you know, let's, I, I want to just get out there and try it. And that's, that's really the way it is. I mean, for any kind of skill uh, that a blind person has to learn, you know, it's really about getting out there and exploring you know, you're going to have successes, you're going to have failures, but you're at least trying and exploring. And that helps to build up your confidence. And I know we are also looking into upgrading a lot of our equipment that we have here. We already have a state-of-the-art lab here that people train in. I can speak from experience there. And and I know we're looking at upgrading a lot of our equipment as well. We're already doing some things with Mac computers, and, and uh, we certainly want to expand our Android capabilities and so forth. Any comments on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've got to, you know, to be in a a competent, you know, technology classroom, so to speak, you know, we need to keep up with the technology. And so we need to, st- you know, we're going to keep upgrading our, our available technology that we can teach and demonstrate. MacBooks are, you know, generally blind, blind people do learn more of the w- Windows computers. They learn JAWS or NVDA, but MacBooks are, Mac computers are a great computer company and they have the built-in voiceover. Mm-hmm. They are very accessible. So, you know, we have that capability of teaching that. And our trainers, are, we're all going through that now, learning to, the technology so we can teach others. And, of course, we're going to stay on top of new emerging technology, the, the improvements in the Seeing AI app or apps like Be My Eyes with the, the Be My AI function that's now become a big thing. A lot of other scanners, such as Seeing AI, are starting to uh, adopt a lot of that same technology, by the way. Yes, I saw, I, I've noticed that too. With every new update with the phones, and as the cameras improve and technology improves, that ability to use AI to, you know, help in our daily lives is is improving. It certainly is. Certainly is. So, as program manager, why don't you tell us a little bit about your overall job? Of course, tech is is our biggest thing, but what is your overall job here? So as a program manager, I run the day-to-day business of the, the, the program. And I oversee not just the adaptive tech training, but also our social and recreational programs run by Megan Mackey. But then I also offer independent living skills training. And so right now I'm handling that. You know, that includes cane travel, home management. And then we do, well, and our adaptive tech trainers can also pop, help with Braille education as well. And so, and I also run the Vision Loss Support Group, which is currently being held on Tuesday nights. And you can contact me for more information about that. Uh, just an opportunity for blind people to c- connect with each other, to kind of share, and to support each other. Very important because we're a small community and we all need to kind of work together and that sort of thing. I would go along with that. Speaking of contacting you, how does somebody go about doing that? Do you have contact phone numbers or any of that kind of thing you want to share? Absolutely. Uh, 
The best way to reach me would be at my office phone, which is area code 531-365-5320. Or my email is rpolpeter at outlooken.org. And I'll spell my last name. It's R-P-O-L-L-P-E-T-E-R at outlooken.org. Awesome. I'm sure you'll be hearing from more and more of our clients. You're already hearing from a lot of them. Any other technical things that you want to pass along that maybe I haven't haven't covered? I've tried to kind of leave it open for you at this stage. Anything that you can think of that you want to throw in? What I'd like to, you know, one thing, you know, when we're working with our clients, and it doesn't matter – what, you know, sometimes some people of a certain age might think, oh, I'm too old to learn this. No, that's nonsense. It doesn't matter your age. It just, you know, all that matters is how much effort you put into learning. And the more you put into it, the more work, the more practice, the more you can get out of it. Mm-hmm. And so and that applies to anything that you're, you're learning. And so with our tech trainers... You know, clients can come and they can learn to use a phone. Well, like an iPhone is too hard to work. No, it's not. It just takes time and effort. And some people pick it up quickly. Some people pick it up not as quickly. And that's okay. Here we train people at their own speed. And we work with them and we can help accommodate. Uh, if you have other disabilities, physical disabilities, we will work with you. We will adapt. We will find other ways. We will problem solve because that's what we want to help you, is to help you problem solve and figure out what is the best way for you to live your life you know, independently and successfully. And that's whether or not you're going, you want to go back onto the job field or you just want to you know, live in your own home and, and feel confident and safe in your own home and out in the community. You know, then, so... Regarding technology itself, nobody is too old to learn. Nobody is too there's there's nothing that can stop you from learning beyond your own fears. And we can work with you on that. There's so many things with technology that we can teach. And you know, the technology doesn't save the world. It doesn't it's it's not, <laughs> it's not the answer to everything, but there is a lot it can offer to help. And we can help you figure that out. You mentioned the the uh, peer support group. How what is that? How does it work? When when does that happen? How does what, what's that all about? So the the vision loss support group is every Tuesday night at six o'clock p.m. and it is uh, via uh, Zoom. It is an opportunity for blind people to connect and you know, share with each other. You know we often do check ins. We call check ins where we you know talk about our week and you know anything new. And sometimes we'll end up having a discussion. Sometimes we talk about technology. Sometimes we talk about ride-sharing apps. Sometimes we talk about just the, you know, advocating for yourself. It could be a, a discussion about all sorts of things. And, it, and it's a pretty fluid discussion. You know, so we talked about cooking like a week, in, a week ago. So the, the topics vary, but like I said, it's an opportunity for people to connect. And once again, if you want to, you know, Think of what like to participate, and you don't have to be here in the Omaha Metro. To be a, you can be anywhere you hear this podcast, but you can contact me either through my phone that are early five three one three six five five three two zero, or my email rpolpeter at outlooken.org, and I will certainly get you connected. And, and, and you know, and if you don't know how to use Zoom, 
there we go. That's something I, one of my tech trainers or myself can work with you on. Sure. Yeah, we, we do that all the time around here. I can tell you that, again, from experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, ever since the pandemic, it, you know, Zoom has you know, become such a normal thing that you, you can't go anywhere without hearing about a Zoom meeting. So it is a necessary skill. And that's one thing, too. Since the pandemic, of course, we started doing a lot of telephone training. That was not commonplace until the pandemic hit. Do you see that expanding or or, or going away? Or, or where, what is the status of telephone training? I know a lot of people seem to really like that. Well, yeah, the telephone training or even doing training through Zoom does offer a lot of opportunities because one, you know, and I, I certainly will go out to people's homes and work with them. I, I have, and I will in the future. But the, the nice thing about doing the remote training is that it actually offers the trainers more useful time, uh, useful time, a, a better use of their time is what I meant to say. Meaning that we can offer more time for students as opposed to all the in-between travel time from one place to the next place. When I was working in Iowa, instead of, you know, if there were clients that I could work, meet with remotely, you know, to work on Braille or technology, I did do that because it saved me that maybe that hour or two hours worth of driving. Um, of course, I wasn't driving, I had a driver, but, but still, to have that opportunity to do a training remotely allowed me to work with more clients in the same amount of time. And the telephone training has also opened outlook enrichment up to the world if you will because we have people as far away as georgia and a lot of other states that are taking advantage of our training opportunities tennessee is another one Mm -hmm. and uh you know that's that's a great point is that you know we're not just for the omaha metro we can work with people nationwide and uh, across the across the continent for us you know work with somebody from canada if we wanted to but sure it does a lot of offer a lot of opportunities across the country. It does. It does. It really opens up the whole tech world as far as I'm concerned. All right. We're at that point in the interview where I will say any other final thoughts that you want to add at all. Anything, any statement you want to make or anything you want to say, this is a good place to do that. When I received my training, you know, however long ago it was now, one of the you know, at first, it taught me Braille, cane travel, adaptive technology, and home management, which, you know, cooking, cleaning, uh, you know, all those things that go along with, you know, living at home successfully. But one of the biggest things is that it taught confidence, you know, and, you know, and I had that confidence to not only, you know, to keep using the skills, but to keep expanding on them and learning more with them. To keep improving on myself. Because, you know, when you go through training, you only can learn so much. And eventually, you kind of have to start training yourself beyond what the trainers can teach you. Sure. And so that's what I want to continue doing here. You know, I want to work with people. I want us to work with people where they're at. I want to help them learn the skills that they want to learn. And I want to help help them build their own confidence up. So that they feel stronger and more secure in their lives, so that they aren't, you know, filled with anxiety and fear of the world, you know, of getting hurt or, you know, I no, I can't do that because I'm blind. No, you can do that, you know, 
you just might have to learn a different way than what you used to know. And we have the patience, the knowledge, and the skills to to work with you and to continue that process and to help you in that regard. I would throw that in. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, you know, we want you to feel confident with your phone. So it's not just that silly thing that you just occasionally answer. You know, I wanted to realize that it's a tool that you can use. Yes. And there's so many things that you can do for you. Or, or the computer or the, you know, other spe- specialized adaptive equipment that's out there. Those are very lofty goals to have. And I certainly share them, of course. And, Ross, I want to take this opportunity once again to welcome you to Outlook Enrichment, and we certainly wish you all the success in the world accomplishing those goals. And knowing you, you'll probably go even farther than all of that. But uh, certainly want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us on Tech It Out. I wanted people to get a chance to meet you because they will be doing that in the near future to uh, – get to know you and and you'll be dealing with a lot of our clients as well even if it's not all the time but on an occasional basis so i wanted them to know who you are and you're very much here and we're again very glad to have you thank you Dennis. well lots of exciting things to look forward to in future podcasts here on tech it out as we continue exploring the tech world and i want to take a few moments in the moments we have remaining to encourage you to join us for our open lab that we have every Friday at Outlook Enrichment. It is from 1 to 4 p.m. I've talked about it before, but we probably don't talk about it enough. It's an opportunity for anyone, anywhere, to come in and spend some time working on things that are either just bugging you or maybe get some quick training on something that will make you feel more confident, that sort of thing. And we have it available for you from 1 to 4 p.m. every Friday. The only thing we ask is that you call us by Wednesday of any week that you wish to attend so that we know you're coming and we have an idea of the issue that we might be facing with you and that way we have an opportunity to talk about it on the phone we can say yes come on in or no don't come in because that's going to be too complicated that sort of thing it gives us a little leeway and chance to plan and that sort of thing but it is available for you from 1 to 4 p.m. every Friday it's literally what the name implies open lab where we're pretty open and if i personally can't help you one of our other trainers will that sort of thing where we all try to make ourselves available as much as possible during open lab so it's something you can take advantage of you do have to come to our location to take advantage of it but uh, we we highly encourage that and it gives us an opportunity to work with you on any issues that you might be facing and give you some quick training a lot of our employees will use it because their, their schedules literally don't allow them a chance to sign up for formal training with us and it's a quick way they can catch up on things as well so open lab every friday from 1 to 4 p.m again we do encourage that you call us in advance Uh, we'd like to know wednesday of the week that you are coming that you are planning on coming and what you'd like to work with so that we can 
have all resources available and be able to help you with that. In the few remaining minutes we have left here on Tech It Out, I thought I would go back a few months and we talked with Mitch Green, uh, our IT manager, a few months ago. One of the many subjects we covered was Radio GPT, which has to do, of course, with AI technology. And we talked about how chat GPT and radio GPT and all these AI technologies are kind of coming together and working in concert with each other. And here's a great example of that. This is a demo which is designed for radio station program directors and managers and people like that. It is in its rawest form showing you what the format is kind of like. So if you ever wanted to hear rock and roll on radio talking book here's your chance to do it we will (laughs) we will show you a little tiny sample of radio gpt keep in mind that everything on here is ai technology including the voice or voices i really should say and all of the technology that goes into it this just gives you a little sample of what radio gpt in its rawest form sounds like since this demo has been created there have been several radio stations in the country one that i know of for sure that has actually adopted this technology and of course that's what these people are trying to do is get radio stations to purchase the software necessary to run this technology at their radio stations so here is a short sample of radio gpt just so you can say i heard it interesting or something like that Every voice you hear on Radio GPT is 100% AI. Here's what's trending on social media in Springfield. Discovered and delivered in real time. On Radio GPT. Springfield's Price Cutter Supermarket is giving people free wine in exchange for reviews. They are going to pick 10 customers in their Wine and Shine Club who post reviews on social media. Most wine enthusiasts have never been more enthusiastic. But there is a minority who say they won't participate, opting instead to love the wine they're with. Ha ha ha. Good one. Live, made locally in Springfield, and 100% voiced and powered by AI. This is Radio GPT. Radio GPT is here, 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 here. One of my Radio GPT features is that I know everything about every song and artist. Like this, this group of boys all listen to the same rock music and each had an STP oil sticker on their bike. When they formed their rock band, they incorporated the STP initials into their name. They went with stinky toilet paper, but they had to pick another one because their record company hated it. Even though it has no real meaning, the name they ended up going with fits the initials that they were so fond of. Stone Temple Pilots. you hear on Radio GPT is 100% AI. Here's what's trending on social media in Springfield. 
discovered and delivered in real time on Radio GPT. If you think being sick to get out of work, let us introduce you to your leader. Amanda Briggs has been fired from Springfield University for allegedly faking a pregnancy to get seven weeks of paid time off. Co-workers say there was something odd about her baby bump. She was accused of fraud after sharing pictures of different babies to try and prove her story and now faces up to 25 years in prison, which could make anyone's water break. Live, made locally in Springfield, and 100% voiced and powered by AI. This is Radio GPT. Radio GPT. Immerse your radio listening experience with artificial intelligence. I know everything about every song and artist. I am full of knowledgey goodness. Radio that's driven entirely by machine intelligence. Advanced level radio. Radio GPT. We're like radio humans, only better. Radio GPT. I do think it's important to point out that on Radio GPT itself, they play actual edited versions that are a little fuller as far as the songs are concerned than what I showed you. I did further editing just because of time constraints, but that gives you a rough idea of what the raw demo, at least, of artificial intelligence radio sounds like. In this case, (laughs) Radio GPT. So I wanted to pass that along to you, but we are unfortunately out of time already. Boy, the time just flies when we have as much fun as we do. But I want to thank you for joining us for another edition of Tech It Out. I hope you'll be with us next month and we'll do it all again. And I hope you enjoyed the interview with Ross Polpeter as well. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time on another edition of Tech It Out. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Tech It Out, the program that dances on the cutting edge of technology. Brought to you by Outlook Enrichment. More information is available at www.outlooken.org or by calling 531-365-5051. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 47 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.